What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the hobby's first and most watched live streaming web show in the hobby. Woohoo! Thanks for joining us tonight, man. We got a great show planned for you tonight. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand, that guy over there in the awesome Signatures for Soldiers shirt, Ivan Lovgren. Ivan, what's going on, dude? Oh, man. So much going on in the hobby today, starting off with an incredible poll question that I am ready to debate with you. Um, but uh, yeah, things are good. The weather's hot. So hot, there's no background today. I hope you're okay seeing what life is actually like over here in the 90210. But um, shout out to everybody in the chat on Twitch, on live stream, on YouTube. And also, Rob, you know what I found out this past week? No. What? I didn't even know. That, that this show gets uh, put out as a podcast after the fact as well. So you didn't know you that? You can listen to this on various podcast networks. I, I don't know. Do I look like I understand a thing about how computers work? Oh, shout out to our Facebook viewers as well. Oh, and our Periscope viewers. Wait a minute. Scratch that. Apparently, we're still banned from Periscope. And, and at this point, we don't even really know why. So, yeah. Uh, Can't all be my fault uh, at this point. We, we, we're we going to stick with that theory that it's Ivan's fault, and he's going to follow up with them since I didn't get a reply and see if maybe we, we tackle this from two angles and get some answers. But anyway, exactly. yeah, we've got a great show planned for you tonight. There's a lot to talk about in hobby happenings. We have three fantastic box breaks, including the first 2021 NHL hockey product of the year. We've got an off the post with last year's NHL rookie of the year. We've got a look at next week's new uh, sports card releases and a uh, video from a news report out of Detroit about the booming sports card market, all that and much more. But first and foremost, we do kick off things as always with our Go GTS Live Q of the Week poll. Ooh, and it's hot. It is hot. It's hot. I want to see debate. I want to see argument. And first and foremost, the question as phrase clearly refers to which baseball player. So anybody who answered with a basketball player, I don't know what you were thinking. Mantle, Wagner, Trout are the only baseball players to have cards sell for more than $1 million. Which player will be next? And some people are probably curious as to our selections, as to why we chose these. Eddie Plank. I, I know 90, 98.1% are definitely confused about one choice. Okay. That's for sure. <laughs> Eddie Plank and Sherry Maggie, their T206 cards, respectively. Babe Ruth or Joe Jackson. Nolan Ryan or Pete Rose. And the note being that all of those listed players have had recent card sales between 600 and 700 plus thousand dollars. So that's like your your next level when you're looking at the highest price paid for cards. You know, it goes Trout, Wagner, Mantle, and then these guys. So we want to know of those or maybe it's a you think it'll be a current player of those which is going to be the next million dollar man? So before we jump into the debate, if you can't tell from the screenshot, make sure right now that you go to twitter.com slash go GTS live and vote because we mentioned the product that we're opening today. It's going to be an incredible product giveaway day. You have to be following and engaging on Twitter to do that. So we set it up with the poll engagement so that you get involved there. So do that. And now let's debate. All right, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll let you have first crack at it, Ivan. Well, I don't know if you saw my response, Rob, uh, but I did respond from my personal hobby Twitter at Watch the Breaks, and I said, "Trick question, Michael Jordan." Because yeah, I caught what you said. I caught that you did say the only baseball players or the next baseball player, but come on. Two seasons with the Birmingham Barons and spring training with the White Sox. Booyah, baseball player. Oh, Done. you're so clever. All right, now let's have a real conversation. Which which player, which base, legitimate baseball player and their card, not a specific card, mind you, 
who do you think will be the next million dollar guy? Well, I would like actually if you could dive into a little bit of the context because um, Eddie Plank and Sherry Maggie are going. They're so far behind everything else, and yet they're the number three or number four and five on the list, I believe. Yeah, like what? Where, where did those come? When did those prices happen? I don't even remember seeing that. Like, fill me in a bit. All right. <laughs> I there will we go. T- called on the encyclopedia. I will. I this will, is get to see Rob Google during the show. I will tell you. Okay, here's the deal. The Sherry Maggie is an error card. Okay. Pop they report. Sp- they spelled his name wrong. It does have to do with the pop report. Um, but so T two six T two o six people are crazy. They're, they're absolutely crazy. So the yes. third or fourth on the list is the 1915-16 Sporting News Babe Ruth baseball card. So sold for like $717,000. But So Babe Ruth is actually next in line. I, what that's, what I've, that's what I voted for. I, I think it would surprise a lot of people that Babe Ruth hasn't had a million dollar baseball card to date yet and he hasn't uh, i mean i think uh i forget which auction house had it but at last year's national there was a beautiful gaudy babe ruth it was a uh, was it in 10 from 1933 so. yeah I remember and I, that and i remember being shocked that it only sold for uh, i can't even remember but i remember thinking it'd go for 200,000 more than it ended at What's up with that? What's up with Mantle getting so much more love than Babe Ruth? Uh, oh, there's just, I mean, don't you think there's just so much prestige and, I don't know, not mystery. They're both drunks. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, so, so actually, getting, so let me fill you in a little bit because I know that we, we can't, we were, I can't expect you to Google everything during the show. Um, So PSA, people forget the PSA does have a section of their site called Card Facts. So if you ever do want to learn a little bit about history, like um, there's a great page on the Sherry Maggie card. Now, they do say it is also they, they claim it's perhaps the most famous error card in the entire hobby. I would argue that's not true because I've been in the hobby for 30 years and this is the first time hearing of it. Um, Maybe it's the highest end one or one of the first (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or one of the first. But come on, everybody knows the Frank Thomas. My my buddies that that haven't collected know the Frank Thomas no name on front. So I don't think we can call it that. But yes, they misspelled his name, and it's considered one of the three big rarities in the T two hundred six set. Now here's the thing: when you look at the list of the most expensive baseball cards ever sold, Mickey Mantle has two. But I didn't want to go for specific card because I think the next card. I'll go for a million dollars or more is the 1951 Bowman Mickey Mantle. Okay. That's number, that's number four on the list. Number five on the list is, excuse me, this. Fernando Tatis Jr. But guess what? Guess who's right after that at number six. Pete Rose rookie card, seven hundred and seventeen. I have to imagine. Then Eddie Plank. You said Pete Rose rookie. That's that's then Joe Jackson's Carmel tops rookie, right? And then the Sherry Maggie Air card. Now is that so? I'm I'm on the PSA website right now trying. Yeah, the floating heads, nineteen sixty three. Oh, so it's pop one. That's crazy. Um, it was a 10. Interesting. It was a 10. So pop population one. reports play into it. Remember, um, yeah. there, I, I've talked about this quite a bit this year. Ricky Henderson's tops rookie pop 10 is like a six figure card, even though it's from 1980, and, which feels pretty recent for a lot of us. Right. Um, but that's why when I'm sure there were some people that went Pete Rose, that card sold in 2016 for $717,000. If that same card, Pop 1, Gem Mint 10, PSA, Ooh. came to market today. 
That's you want to know something crazy? Card, right? So because of the fact that I'm not good at multitasking, I accidentally clicked on 1964 tops, which is Pete Rose's individual all-star rookie. Zero tens in population. Wow. So hmm, if you see one of those in the wild, hmm. Yeah, so I want to backtrack what I said about. (laughs) I know. I wanted to backtrack just a little bit about my uh, where I put Plank and Maggie in the order. They're they're in there, but they are not as high as I originally had them Mm -hmm. because I I kept forgetting that Rose had that card seven hundred and seventeen thousand dollars. Well, so we could talk on all, all day about this, but I do want to hit up some of the viewer comments um, from Twitch. Uh, Alex Kent mentioning, what about the Jackie Robinson 1948 rookie? Interesting. Um, do you have a comp on that off the back of your I know it. I know it doesn't even make the top 10. Okay. Uh, Ice Blue Texas with Reggie Jackson Orioles tops rookie. Not even close. Okay, Um, and then going to the Twitter um, to get some actual uh, responses on Twitter. Luka Doncic doesn't count. Um, You you know, uh, well, actually, so I did answer other uh, or current player with my trick question, Michael Jordan. I wouldn't be surprised, however, um, if you saw recently, I believe it was a Luis Robert numbered to five refractor. Or was it was it Tatis? Fernando Tatis Tatis numbered to five. Yeah. Refractor already cracked the six figures at wow. auction. That's so with the modern craze and the created scarcity, I could see a player hitting that. And I will also add, based on the number of basketball um, responses, that maybe we should run the same poll next week with basketball or run it on an off day with basketball and just sort of uh, cover it. I don't know. We don't have we have a busy show next week, too. So. Who, whoever goals. said the 1948 uh, Jackie Robinson uh, leaf it was a very good, very good suggestion. But you know who is card from that set actually has sold for over four hundred thousand dollars? Satchel Page. Satchel mm. Page. Yeah. So. Um, I like that. So yeah, yeah. So let's run that with basketball next week. What do you think? Yeah. So some of these prices might have switched. The most recent, most comprehensive listing I could find was published on March 6th of this year on StadiumTalk.com. And the article title is Most Expensive Baseball Cards Ever Sold. So there might be some tweaking of of those cards. But as of right now, um, yeah. I can't wait to see who the next million dollar guy is. And I and 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 I agree. If it's not Babe Ruth, it's gonna it, it very well could be a modern guy because well, of just the, the craziness right now. So let's talk about that for just a second because Jedi Knowles dropped in that it was actually over two hundred K for that Fernando Tatis, which was the red refractor number to five. Well doing the math on that and extrapolating it, what was the wasn't the red refractor trout like not three hundred thousand? Wasn't oh, that was nine hundred? 900? Yeah, nine hundred thousand. Oh, okay. So that would put it to T super refractor at maybe four or five hundred k if we assume the same multiplier. So probably maybe still a little work to go. But can you imagine if over the next eighteen months, if Tatis continues to kill it this year and kills it next year, what could the one of one autograph super refractor from Bowman be worth? Could that be a million dollar card? Yeah, I, I I have a sneaking suspicion we're not going to have long to wait. There are a couple high profile uh, auctions uh, still to take place this summer, and there are a couple of top quality products coming out very soon, including Bowman Chrome. So, who Has knows? There- has there been a million dollar card in any other? Uh, oh yeah, the LeBron James. Yeah, but is that the only million dollar basketball card we've seen? No, I think I'd have to double check. I think there's a, a been a Lou Alcindor over, but I'd have to double check that. Wow. Well, crazy, crazy. Yeah, so. it is crazy. So good for them. 
I, I had a flip this week that was completely unexpected because you know how packages just sit here, Rob. I bought from Beckett Marketplace of all of all places. I bought a lot, paid 135 bucks for like 150 cards or something from a, a shop on there. May 6th, did not open it, had it sitting here unopened and knew what it was, but forgot what was in it. There was a Luka Modric Silver Prism from 2014. Modric, not Doncic. Modric, uh, Croatian football player. Soccer player? Listed it for $350. The last one had sold for $200, and it sold like that. Don't you dare turn into one of those pretentious people that lives in the United States and calls soccer football. It's not pretentious at all. It's, it's actually entirely uh, it's, pretentious. It's the opposite of pretentious. It's it's kowtowing to the to the masses and the uh, the actual populism. Uh, yeah, you're still an American, and you know what football means in this country. Yeah, it don't, means spectacle and low card prices. Don't go there. Don't even go there. Football. All they right. actually use their feet to kick the ball in that sport. Oh, Explain to me yeah, why American yeah. football is called football. Well, I would never call soccer the gridiron, in all fairness. What if I said football? Would that make you feel better? That made, me feel, that made me feel a little bit better. Did it make you vomit a little too? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just in my mouth. At least we can be honest with each other. All right. Well, like I mentioned at the top of the hour, we've got a lot to dive into in this week's hobby happenings. And much thanks to the people that answered my call for some artwork for this first slide. Here's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Move over, Honus. There's a new sheriff in town. The 2009 Bowman Chrome Prospect Superfractor autograph of Mike Trout, if you've been living in a hole, sold at Golden Auctions this past weekend for a staggering $3.93 million, which included the buyer's premium and fees. The sale unseated the T206 Honus Wagner card, which for literally decades had held the title as the most expensive sports card in the hobby. Whether it was the controversial example once owned by Wayne Gretzky or the one sold by Golden Auctions in 2016 for a world record $3.12 million, the venerable Wagner has a storied place in the hobby. Fast forward to 2018 when Dave Oencia, a.k.a. Vegas Dave, bought the Trout Superfractor for what was considered the ridiculous amount at the time of $400,000. And you might remember that Dave's haters came out in force ridiculing his purchase decision and him personally. However, as we speculated a few weeks ago, Oencia is having the last laugh and quickly took to Twitter after the card's sale. So in about 24 months, Oencia performed the hobby flip of a lifetime, realizing a profit of over $3.4 million. Incredible. Ken Golden spoke with Varney and company on Fox Business about the sale. Watch this. Yo, the Mike Trout baseball card on your screen. It sold for $3.9 million. Huge number. And look who's here. The man who auctioned it off, Ken Golden, founder of Golden Auctions. Ken, uh, uh, that's a pr you weren't expecting to get nearly $4 million for it, were you? I believe when I was on your show a few weeks ago, I said we were hoping it, uh, <clears throat> it broke the record of Honus Wagner, which was $3.1 million. Anything above $3.1 million, I would have been thrilled with. When you talk $4 million for a baseball card produced in 2009, which is right here, uh, it's how can, you, how can you not be thrilled with the price? You see, I can understand how a Honus Wagner card from 100 years ago would be worth yeah. a great deal of money. But this is a brand new card. Okay, it's autographed, but it's a brand new card. Does this set off an explosion in baseball card values? It has. I mean, it was really, it really has been starting over the past couple of years, but 
know, the key with this card, it's a one of one. So it's like they only made one special Mike Trout rookie and it was like the golden ticket that was randomly inserted. But this is really what's happening. It's systematic of my business. You know, a month ago, I was on your show talking about a record LeBron James card that ended up selling for one point eight million. And that was the highest modern card. Now we've got a Mike Trout card produced in 2009, and that's sold for close to $4 million. That's the most valuable baseball card of all time. What has happened is a ton of money is coming into the sports trading card market for alternate investing, collectors, and things like that. And the market is really not, not, not prepared for it because there's a limited number of high-value, key, elite products. And the demand for that product is far outstripping the supply. And I think it's going to be tilted, you know, as a really as a seller's market for the next three, four years. The the seller of the Mike Trout card, did that person originally buy it as an investment? And can you tell us what they bought it for? Uh, Yes, I can tell you that individual purchased the card in 2018 for $400,000. Wow, very smart. It's it's, it's like you're buying a a Zoom stock or something. (laughs) (laughs) Not that good. Uh, Was the the buyer a person or institution? Uh, The buyer was an individual. Wow, out of sight. Ken, thank you very much for bringing us all this great stuff over the years. We really appreciate it. And you hit the jackpot with that one. In other, albeit less extravagant, auction news, Sports Collectors Daily reports that the highest-graded autographed example of the 1984-85 star company Michael Jordan True Rookie card is on the auction block. Carrying a card grade of 9 and an autograph grade of 10 from Beckett, it's expected to sell for $100,000 or more when Heritage Auctions wraps up its current catalog sale. Only three Star Company Jordan cards have ever been given a higher grade. None of those three has the autograph, however. And as a follow-up to our conversation about the current hoarding and pillaging situation currently taking place at many major realtors around the country, one collector witnessed this sign and tweeted after talking to the vendor rep, allegedly, local Walmart baseball card vendor put this up. She said she was tired of being stalked and harassed by grown men over cards. Said same group follows her to each store. Even if she ropes off merchandise, they go over rope and fight over cards. While we discuss numerous potential solutions uh, to the problem, this probably isn't one of them and that all it does is pass the buck and makes it someone else's problem. Just a quick caveat to that. I posted something this week with a sign at a Target that I saw that they did something similar, but they added that they were limiting uh, limiting purchases to two per customer of an identical item. So the combination of putting them somewhere else and limiting them is at least an additional step. So out of curiosity, I asked to see what was available and there was really still nothing available. Um, well, some good news for leaf collectors, as it turns out. Late, late last week, the company tweeted that all outstanding Wander Franco autograph cards have been returned in-house and redemptions are starting to be fulfilled. So expect yours to arrive soon. And in another follow-up to a story we discussed last week, Golden Auctions has decided to actually pull the Michael Strahan jersey from its auction. Despite overwhelming photo evidence, quote, it is indeed the one that he wore in the Super Bowl upset over New England back in 2008, quote. Rob, I have some super exciting news. Tops is making football cards. That's right. For the first time ever, collectors can find the brightest young MLS stars on Bowman branded cards. 2020 Bowman MLS includes 80 of the top under 23 players in the North American League, Major League Soccer, along with 20 superstar veterans and features photography from the recent MLS is back tournament. Collectors will be able to discover randomly inserted parallels as well as autographs. Ten card packs of the Bowman MLS 2020 cards cost $10 on tops.com. Watch this video. 
Panini America honored what would have been NBA legend Kobe Bryant's 42nd birthday this week with a brief montage of moments spent with their longtime spokesman. Watch this. Thank you. Here we are. It's first signing in the books. There it is. Kobe and Panini. That's how we do it. Ha ha. Does that work? <laughs> Thanks for everything, man. See so that hologram right there? I mean, just put in the authentic. I mean, this is the real deal. You can't get this no place else. Player. You know, the Panini sticker collection, I, mean, I, I was right there in that wheelhouse. <laughs> Their marketing demographic uh, growing up. So, I, you know, I certainly understand the obsession with the stickers. Walking the game, leaving the game for the last time, I was just so uh, overcome with joy. And uh, very thankful uh, for everything that the organization has done for me and what the fans have done for me and how they've inspired me throughout the years. And uh, just being happy to kind of give the golden armor the proper send off it deserves. So, yeah, this was awesome. On April 13th, 2016, a retiring Kobe Bryant authored the perfect farewell from the NBA with a 60-point performance for the ages in L.A. on a court adorned with both of his numbers 8 and 24 and delivering a Hollywood ending in front of the hometown fans. The final two points of Kobe's game and career came with 15 seconds left at the free throw line just a few feet from the piece of hardwood bearing his number 8, placed there to honor the number he wore when his career began. After the game, Bryant said farewell, thanked the crowd, and signed the court. The number 24 emblazed on the court is on display in Los Angeles. The number 8 from the Staples Center floor, signed by Bryant and measuring 20 feet by 8 feet in four panels, now heads to Heritage Auctions. And in the spirit of his extensive philanthropic work, 10% of the sales proceeds will go to Mamba and Mamba Sita Sports Foundation. Very powerful story there. We have some more details regarding the schedule and content for this week's Tops Digicon. Today covered Star Wars Card Trader and Kick. Tomorrow dives into Bunt, WWE Slam, and the digital GPK Garbage Pail Kids offering. The weekend schedule is going to include Marvel and Skate on Saturday, and Disney along with The Walking Dead on Sunday. Be sure to follow Tops Digital to learn more about specific presenters, programming, giveaways, and more for this awesome online event. As we've documented here in Hobby Happenings, the explosive growth in the hobby has resulted in a massive amounts of unprecedented coverage by mainstream media. Now that coverage is taking on a new form with the Sports Card Minute radio segment. Sports Collectors Daily is reporting that well-known sports card and sneaker collector Scott Keeney, a.k.a. DJ Ski, is launching what is described as a high-energy one-minute update on the sports card market. The Monday through Friday shows will offer his insights on various trends, topics, and sales in the sports card market, all in about one minute. Produced by international radio programming company Benstown, the show is expected to be picked up by many of its numerous affiliates and be available soon on a station near you. One of the things that many collectors overlook in the hobby is protecting their collection. Well, what does that mean? That means insurance. Most homeowners and renters policies only cover items at purchase price, not actual current market value, and even then require things such as a detailed inventory with receipts, not just screenshots, um, as well as have caps, you know, uh, limits per type of item. So all of that is often required just to make a small dent in recovering from things like flood or fire. Well, noticing this gap in the marketplace, Beckett has teamed up with Collectibles Insurance Services to provide collectors with a more comprehensive and simpler means of making sure that their collectibles are protected. 
Visit www.beckett.com slash insurance to learn more and get a quote for your collection. The small town of Stevens Point, Wisconsin, has received an influx of media buzz surrounded by the recent sale of what is believed to be the last surviving case of 1986-87 Fleer basketball. Larry Fritsch Cards was the consigner, and they talked to a local news affiliate. Check it out. The store is still celebrating after auctioning off a box of basketball cards for $1.79 million. News Channel 7's Brennan Scarborough met with store employees to hear about the sale. I'm here at Larry Fritch Cards, a trading card company in Stevens Point that just celebrated their 50th year of operation in May. But more recently, they celebrated the sale of a lifetime. It sold for $1.79 million. Larry Fritch Cards manager Jeremy Fritch put a box of unopened basketball cards up for auction. And the reason why it did so well was there was an estimated 36 unopened cards of an NBA legend. Fortunately, we had one remaining case of X87 Fleer, which is the Michael Jordan rookie card. It did very well. Jeremy says that part of the hype comes from the Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary. And now their phone is ringing off the hook in search of those cards. There were late 80s and early 90s boxes that you couldn't give away five years ago. And it's just crazy demand for something that's been out for 30 years. The trading cards as a whole has skyrocketed in recent months. One theory. People are staying home more and not going out and shopping and spending money that way. There's a bunch of different things that could be contributing to it. Pandemic or not, Jeremy maintains the same mindset as his grandfather, who opened the store 50 years ago helping collectors find the cards they want. From him up till my dad and now to me, that's really the main goal is to help out the collectors and get this stuff out there. And hopefully this case that we sold is going to a good home. I've heard that it's not going to get opened up, so it's going to stay just like it is. And it's just going to stay as a case. Now, if you would like to make a purchase from Larry Fitch cards like this near mint Ken Griffey Jr. card, or would like to know about one of their auctions, we'll have a link to them on our website at WSAW.com. But remember, if you don't get it first, there's no crying in baseball. Reporting in Stevens Point, Brennan Scarborough, News Channel 7. In some absolutely shocking and surprising news, okay, no, not really. <laughs> news is pretty simply that PSA continues to break revenue records. In its quarterly earnings call with investors this week, Collectors Universe, the parent company of PSA, recorded reported record revenue for the fiscal year of 2020. The company reported annual revenues of $78.9 million. They say the numbers, quote, were driven by continued momentum in the company's card-slash-autograph business, which delivered a quarterly revenue increase of $2 million and yearly increase of $7.3 million, a 27% growth rate for both periods, end quote. PSA's card and autograph business has achieved quarter-over-quarter revenue growth in 39 of the last 40 Quarters. That's unbelievable. Um, and last but not least, Upper Deck announced that it's helping Tiger Woods's foundation, TGR, with a new sales initiative. Through September 8th, Upper Deck will donate 25% of all Tiger Woods authentic memorabilia purchases that are made through the specially marked TGR Foundation catalog or through UpperDeckStore.com with the code TGR at checkout. The current collection also includes several tournament-worn items, which is amazing. And that's a look at this week's Hobby Happenings. A lot going on. Oh, yeah. A lot going on, (laughs) including football cards. So happy about that. Uh, but you know, Rob. Things. So I did a little math during it mm-hmm. because uh, I heard you slip in there something along the lines of "what a what an incredible flip" or "the greatest flip of all time" for Dave uh, Dave Owencia with that trout. And mathematically, the flip that I talked about just before the break was significantly better. His flip was only an eight point five x, and that's not even counting taxes and other fees we may not know about. My Luka Modric flip was two hundred and seventy nine x. Top that. Wow. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Um, I heard you choke up when you got to the figure of $100,000 for the store star card 
And it seemed to me like you had the similar reaction that I did. Like that, that figure seems really low right now. Yeah. I mean, right. Call me crazy, but yeah, you were like, wait, am I reading that that right? And you were that that's was the pre-auction estimate. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know in this market. That seems pretty low. So who knows? We'll find out soon enough. Uh, also, a couple other quick things. Yeah. All right. So that last story about Tiger Woods tournament worn stuff, it's not like that's been readily available through Upper Deck, which, you know, has an exclusive with Tiger and has for a very long time. I, but this limited edition catalog or whatever for this event has some tournament worn and autographed polos pretty cool stuff $49,000 though pretty hefty retail price wow um, but I I wouldn't be surprised if one or two sold people uh, they still have Tiger Mania and uh, yeah it'll be really interesting to see where that piece of Kobe Bryant flooring ends up I really hope it's someplace public really hope it ends up in a a public setting so we'll have to keep our eyes on that uh anything else before we uh dive into box breaks ivan uh you know i'm well it's funny because we're about to open up some upper deck cards some hockey cards and i was just thinking you know nobody's maybe i'm crazy but people aren't talking about hockey enough and it's it's kind of crazy you go look at some of these prices on these rookie cards I accidentally listed a card tonight <laughs> that sold way too fast. Um, so, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited to just jump into hockey. Updating our poll question. Mantle, Wagner, Trout are the only baseball players to have cards sell for more than $1 million. Which baseball player will be next? And still leading with 72.8% of the vote, Babe Ruth and Joe Jackson. Uh, the vote total has absolutely swelled, though, to almost 400 votes. Still 55 minutes left. Uh, Eddie Plank and Sherry Maggie getting a little bit more love, so we must have some vintage aficionados watching. And uh, some of the replies for modern players as others. Uh, a lot of love for Fernando Tatis Jr. All right. Uh As mentioned, we have an off-the-post segment provided to you by our very own Russ Cohen uh, from 2019 NHL Rookie of the Year winner Elias Pedersen. Down 1-0 in the second round of the NHL playoffs against the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Vancouver Canucks star Elias Pedersen had something to say, and based on the results of the game, a 5-2 win, in which he had a goal and two assists, he and the Canucks responded. Now, at the age of just still 21 years old, this star has already 16 points in 12 playoff games so far. In this video, he talks to the media after the last game. Watch this, and we'll be right back. Maybe we start with Petey, but uh, there's certainly a lot of discussion coming out of game one about just a lack of offense from, from the top two lines. They've got a pretty good shutdown pair that you guys saw quite a bit of. Uh, with Schmidt, just how do you battle through that and how much pressure is there on you guys to drive offense? Um, first off, they're a good team. Uh, and second, we didn't play our best hockey. Um, and today we got to bring it uh, because, like I said, they're a good team. So we talked about it, uh, looked on video, see what we can do better, and uh, hopefully play a, we play a much better game tonight. Uh, thanks, Russ Cohen. All right. Uh, here's a look at next week's new releases. Sure to be hot in the shop or at your favorite online retailer or breaker. Uh, new products hitting stores next week starts with, I know Ivan's a big fan, 2020 mm-hmm. Top Stadium Club baseball cards. In fact, Ivan, why don't you take this one? Oh, well, that's very special of you, especially uh, if you saw my faux pas on Twitter earlier this week where I jumped to the gun on the show and said, man, when is Stadium Club coming out? Well, guess what? It's coming out this week. That's right. So all the great photography, high gloss, high action imagery the set's been known for for decades 
combined with all new on-card autographs, two autograph cards per box, as well as one oversized box topper, one base card chrome variation, so keep your eyes peeled, sort of a preview probably of that top stadium club chrome that we're hearing about coming later in the year, as well as seven insert cards in every box. Now, of course, you're chasing hot rookie autographs. You know, we all know that we want Luis Robert, right? That's that's what we're after. But look at some of these other great, great images that are in this product. Um, really exciting imagery inserts like those bash and burn inserts, base autograph cards of some great veteran players as well as uh, young stars, up and comers. I always love just the variations, the black and white parallel cards, um, the, the various rainbows. And look at that co-signers card, numbered to just 10 with names like Mike Trout and Christian Yelich. So lots to chase and lots to collect in this product. Makes it a great win with baseball card collectors every year. Really excited for Top Stadium Club this year. And next up, we have another baseball card product. This is a very unique offering uh, from historic autographs called Half Century. Uh, mm. Known for their cut signature baseball card products, this set's going to deliver eight original vintage baseball cards paired with a cut signature, including one Hall of Famer guaranteed in every box. So, yes, you are getting eight vintage cards, eight cut signatures, and one of them's guaranteed to be a Hall of Famer. Also, there's some case guarantees we'll dive into in just a minute, but this product embodies what vintage collecting is really all about. It combines nearly every card series from 1909 to 1949, including T205, T206, T207, M116 Cracker Jacks, E120s, 21, 22s, your caramel cards, the V61s, strip card series, DeLong's, U.S. Caramel, all the Gaudi series, Diamond Stars, Batter Up, 1940 and 41 Playball, Tip Tops, Bread, 48 and 49 Bowman, the R346s, M&Ps, and Sewell Greats, and many more. Okay, What are the case guarantees? You're going to get guaranteed one Group A player. Okay, So there's six boxes a case. <laughs> Pretty cool deal here. In this Group A players, yeah. Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Ty Cobb, Honus Wagner, Walter Johnson, Nap Lajewe, Jackie Robinson, Satchel Page, Eddie Collins, Jimmy Fox, Mel Ott, Rogers Hornsby, Tony Lazari, Tris Speaker, or Roy Campanella. Or, so one of those, or two from this group of players. Mickey Cochran, Home Run Baker, Jim Bottingly, Kiki Kyler, Dizzy Dean, Joe DiMaggio, Hank Greenberg, Goose Goslin, Lefty Grove, Harry Heilman, Chuck Klein, Connie Mack, Robert Marinville, Herb Pencock, Epit Rixie, Al Timmons, or Simmons, excuse me, Pie Trainer, Dazzy Vance, Archie Vaughn, Paul Wayner, or Ted Williams. You can't lose. Eight original vintage baseball cards paired with a cut in every box. All Hall of Famer players appear a minimum of two times, with most appearing more than twice. And there's numerous rookie card examples as well. So the three eras of cards include era one, 1909 to 1930. Those appear one in three boxes. Era two, 1932 to 1941 four to six cards in every box and then era three 1943 to 1949 two to three cards in every box so i remembered six boxes in a case there's only 105 total cases i really wish we could get our hands on a box of this product because <laughs> it looks like i mean you want to talk about potential instant cornerstone vintage collection this is it. This is what that type of product can do for you. So 2020 historic autographs, half century next week. Uh, I just wanted to tack on with that, Rob. Uh, do you remember the name of the website or the book that talks about rare autographs? I have like two or three years ago at the National, we had a gentleman on that was that was an expert in that and had, I think, published a book on like what are the rarest autographs? Ron Kajarian 
baseball hall of fame autograph reference guide who goes into a tremendous amount of detail about that as yeah. well because this this does reflect back i know we've got a show to do but this reflects back on the original poll question and things like that sherry mcgee some of those names are really rare even if you may not recognize them and so if you if you love the hobby or if you're new to the hobby and want to find a unique sort of niche that really something to dive into is go to gogts.net and just look at that checklist and then start comparing that against uh, either the PSA card autograph fact site or um, Ray give us to us one more time Ray Kajarian's book uh, the reference guide to Hall of Fame baseball autographs yeah can be a really fun rabbit hole for you to go down as a collector so um, that said there is still more that's hot in the shop um, in a more uh, traditional approach we've got the gridiron we've got football 2020 Donruss NFL football cards each box is going to have 18 packs and going to deliver one autographed card and one memorabilia card as well as 12 rookies six rated rookies and 12 parallels so very exciting. Love just the traditional Donruss look with those rookies, with those uniforms. Um, I am sell sheets a little old. It shows the Kyler Murray <laughs> rated rookie. I hope he's not in this product as a rated rookie. Um, that said, look at some of the incredible inserts that you're going to be able to find, um, whether it's things like Canton Kings with that beautiful, beautiful uh, coloring on it, the Marvel's inserts that have become so popular. Uh, one of my favorite Seeger songs, Night Moves, gets its own insert set. Check that out. And a 20-card set commemorating the 2019 Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs with the champ is here inserts. Look at that. That's got to be hot. Uh, new inducted hollow celebrating the hall of fame inductees this year and retro 2000 autographs to throw back to the year 2000 on the Donner's design. Oh, and there's those night moves. Check that out of Michael Thomas, the greatest receiver in the league night moves. I'd sing that song for you right now. I'm not going to look for Donner's in stores on November 2nd, next Wednesday. Love it. Or September 2nd, either or um, September. <laughs> These next two products uh, we detailed for you last week. They got pushed back a week. In the case of our last product, we hope it's the last pushback. But for now, we're going to look at 2020 Panini Immaculate Collegiate football cards delivering the best of the NCAA. You're getting five autos or memorabilia cards plus a base or parallel in every box. Uh, by combining premium patches, legendary autos, and a strong 2020 NFL draft class, Panini thinks this has the potential to be one of the best immaculate collegiate products in history. Woo! Lofty praise. Uh, some of the autograph and memorabilia sets to look for are obviously rookie patch autographs and a variety of uh, parallels as well. And immaculate jumbo team logos very special what's more you might find trio autographs what's wrong with that nothing and then some quad materials of the prime variety quad tags they call that and then you got your team slogan signature die cuts it's a 50 card set and then obviously premium patch rookie autos, uh, jumbo memorabilia cards, including super premium like the Swoosh, 25 card base set numbered to 99, and then parallels and from 49 all the way down to 101. In stores next week, push back just one week. Rob, I'm not doing it. I'm not right. doing it again. Fair enough. <laughs> 2020 Leaf Valiant football cards. We've been telling you about this, it seems, for like five weeks now. Hopefully it'll be here. And that's a look at the what's going to be hot in the shop. I don't blame you, Ivan. It's really crazy. Just put TBD and let us know like once and reschedule once, right? 
Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 I do get it. And again, in, in Leaf's defense, you know, news like, hey, all the Wander Franco redemptions are in now for the product they mentioned. Yeah, you know, but like, no. They, they to, do a good job. And, but it was and, just, I, I know, saw it. And I, just, I know. <laughs> you're going to get eight autographs. They're all signed on card. Plus, you're getting um, a graded autograph card in every box. And the only BGS grades you're going to find. Yeah, BGS 9.5, BGS 10, or BGS 10 Black Label. So chances are that the grading probably we'll, we'll blame Beckett. I know I don't want to blame anybody. I don't know why it's been delayed so often, but we can keep our fingers crossed because collectors love this. I mean, the chance to pop a, a, a graded card from a box that's already a 9.5 or a better. Yeah. 10 black label. Come on. It's awesome. So yeah. Hopefully. So again, I, I kid, but you can tell I'm actually <laughs> excited for it. That's part of why I'm aggravated is I want to start seeing this. I thing. know, I know, I know. So. I hear you. All right. We're going to put Ivan to work to pull tonight's winners. Um, Brad Galley, who does a great job up in the Detroit area covering uh, sports, also periodically reports on the sports card market. And he has a lot to say with a visit to a card shop in his area and a report that uh, was broadcast during the news this past week. Check this out. and We'll be back to announce tonight's winners. All right, having fun and making some money. We're talking about the sports card industry exploding during the pandemic. Sales of a Mike Trout rookie card, baseball card, for $900,000. And how about a LeBron James rookie card at $1.8 million? It has collectors across the country paying serious attention. That includes our in-house card collector and sports director, Brad Galley. Tonight he explores why the industry boomed and how it's having an effect here in Metro Detroit. One of the first questions people who are unfamiliar with sports card collecting usually ask, do you still get a piece of bubble gum when you open a pack? Those days are gone, but the nostalgia that created for generations of collectors remains. It just comes in the form of an autograph or memorabilia, and the potential value has skyrocketed through this pandemic. When the sports world stopped, collectors dusted off their collections, and they're trying to invest in the next big thing. It's almost like you're betting on, on who you think is going to be good, you know, a couple years down the road. It's like trading stocks. Card collecting has been a part of sports for a century. I was looking to get a few autographs because I'm trying to get my first autograph. Countless collectors looked for something to keep them close to the game they loved, to recapture some of that youthful passion for sports. In doing so, collectors found big investments. How wild have these last few months been for you? It's been a little crazy. Steve Makowski is the owner of Rochester Sports Cards and Memorabilia. Throughout the last few months, he's barely been able to keep his shelves stocked. I think a lot of people started going through their old collections again and looking at stuff and then starting to do a little bit of research and realizing that the sports cards of today are a lot different than when they were in the 80s and 90s. Upper Deck, Panini, and Tops have found innovative ways to create a new wave of value for collectors. Tops has this unique position of being the bridge between the fans or the collectors and the game and the players. So people have really come to Tops over the past couple of months when we really haven't had any sports on our TVs. So just like any industry, the card manufacturers had to either innovate or die. And that's when they started looking at putting autographs in the products, pieces of memorabilia, all of that uh, really helped out to, you know, get collectors back into it. I got a basketball hobby box like a month and a half ago for just over 400 bucks. And those same boxes right now are selling on eBay for 1200 with no problem. The reason everyone is looking for who's next. The LeBron James autograph memorabilia rookie card sold in July for $1.8 million. A Mike Trout autograph rookie card? Sold in May for nine hundred grand. It's insane. It's a Zion, a Zion autograph is worth ten thousand dollars. So if you pulled one of those out of that, what would your reaction be? Uh, I mean, like I won a, a big game. One local man did win that big game. Mason Caddy's family owned Sports Card City USA in Royal Oak for twenty-one years. He stopped collecting when his family sold the shop, but when he saw the hobby booming again, he jumped back in. 2019-20 Prism Zion Williamson Gold, number one of 10. And you sold it for how much? 15000 That's going towards his son's college fund. 
There's risk involved in spending on anything that comes without a guarantee, but the return on investment with cards has never been higher. That same bubblegum nostalgia, the tie to the youthful love for the game, it hits home for collectors who have rediscovered the love for cards. So is there a guarantee to all of this? No, like a collector said, it's like the stock market, but the more you know and the more you put time into it, the better your odds may be. Collecting's fun after all, and it gets us closer to the games we love. In Rochester, Brad Galley, 7 Action Sports. Man, very cool. I wish I had that LeBron card for $1.8 million. That was pretty sweet. That's right. And, you know, old school is okay, too, Carolyn. This is uh, Al Kaline rookie card, 1954 tops. It's one I have been searching for for a long time and finally picked it up. It is a, a wonderful addition to my collection. Uh, it's just a piece of cardboard, right, with uh, bright colors and pictures on it. But it's if it means something to you, uh, then it's valuable, whether somebody else wants to pay for it or not. But uh, the all-time great Mr. Tiger, Al Kaline, and uh, his rookie cards now. All right. So, yeah. Hey, there's something you didn't know. The sports card market is hot. <laughs> All right, um, we've got some winners, Ivan. <laughs> uh, yes, we do. Sorry, I just got distracted because Daryl Strawberry is trending on Twitter and uh -oh. these days. Who knows what's going was on? Was he arrested for coke? Uh, he, no, he, he was spotted. No, he was spotted in the stands at the RNC for Donald Trump's speech. And that's oh. enough to get you trending nowadays. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. So. All right, we've got Twitter uh, trends. Always fun. Let's see. Three, nine. You better right. have nine for me because I pulled nine winners tonight, three, Rob. Four, so if you don't have nine name, five, nine cards, you're going to have to do some digging. Six, seven, eight. Yep, I got nine winners here. Okay. Well, cool. Because I have nine names of winners. Um, but before we announce the winners, first off, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you for engaging. Uh, make sure that you do follow and engage on Twitter. Go back. You still have time to at least comment on the poll question. Um, let us know your thoughts and engage throughout the week. We really appreciate it. Um, thank you to everybody on Twitch that subscribes. If you didn't know, if you have an Amazon Prime membership, you actually get a free Twitch subscription. And we make a, as much per subscription per month as it costs to ship half a card. Basically. So if you've ever... If you ever want anything from us that, uh, you know, two months of subscribing for free paid for that. Um, but yeah, so we do appreciate that though. Every, every drop helps, um, you know, keeps the lights on. Uh, and if you hear your name at the end of the show right now, what we need from you in order to get your item to you, the subscription is not required. It helps, but to get your item to you, we do need four things. We need you to email us four things at go gts live at go gts.net the name of the show at the name of the website very easy email us your name your twitter handle your mailing address it's not magic and what you won name twitter handle mailing address what you want help us pair it up nice and easy by us i mean my co-host rob who does so much freaking work um make it easy on him First person that needs to make it easy on him that's winning all of the hits from that Upper Deck MVP box, the first new hockey product of 2020-21, is Cat931. Cat931. Hopefully that's a real person and not a cat that entered by accident. You might get a return request on that, Rob. But Cat931, congratulations on the Upper Deck MVP hits. Next up, going to Panini America Black. Ooh, loving it. The Eno Benjamin Auto is going to Current A Fear. Fair? Fur. F-E-H-R. Current A Fear. Congratulations on the Eno Benjamin autograph from Panini Black. Um, next up, oh, I feel bad. They won football cards, not hockey cards. The Emerald Justin Herbert, number to just 25, is going to Hockey Fan 97. Well, sorry, Hockey Fan, you won some football cards. But I hope you enjoy it anyways. You can be fans of both, can't you? And then finally, that Chase Claypool RPA Auto is going to our good friend Chris Brown 1. Chris Brown 1. Of all the Chris's that watch the show, of all the Chris Browns that watch the show, he's number one. Sorry, Chris Brown 2. Uh, so congratulations on that awesome hit. And next up, we are going to Immaculate Baseball 
First off, we've got both of the patch cards from that. Both of the relic cards are going to somebody that's a fan of two teams, Met and Sox fan. Ah, I don't know if either of those are Met or Sox guys. I can't see. It's a little small. But hey, you won some more. Maybe you'll be a Cardinals and Yankees fan. Oh, wait, Tris Speaker, that's a Cubs card, isn't it? Leo DeRocher, Brooklyn. Oh, Leo DeRocher. He was a Cubs manager, though. Yes, he was. I knew there was a. I knew there was Cubs involved there. Uh, so next up, actually, sorry, I just now I'm fixating on that Met and Sox fan. Probably means that they are not a Brooklyn fan or not a Cubs fan. Sorry, but hey, do with the cards, trade them. That's what the hobby's about. Rob's like, I want to get out of here. All right, so the Tris Barrera monochrome eye patch autograph number to 25 is going to Ricky Hedrick 23. Congratulations, Ricky Hedrick 23. The Joey Bart autograph number to 25 with some relics is going to the Peevmeister. Congratulations, Peevmeister. The Ryan Montcastle autograph is going to Foxy Clean 23. Foxy Clean 23. So if there's one thing you can learn from tonight's show, it's that the randomizer likes people with numbers at the end of their name. Uh, and then finally, the Randy Arizona autograph number to 66 is going to Rubiniz Racing. Rubiniz Racing. No numbers at the end there. Just a regular viewer. So, hey, great to see your name on the winner sheet. Great to see all of your names on the winner sheet. Great to see all of your comments in the Twitch chat. It's always appreciated. And on the Twitter, keep those replies coming during the off days. Oh, and guess what? If you missed a little segment of the show tonight, or if you missed last week and want to catch up, you can see all the past episodes and clips on YouTube, youtube.com. Search Go GTS Live. And be sure to download the mobile app for the easiest access. Take us with you wherever you go. Uh, and yes, the Android is still in development. If you've ever developed an app for Apple, the process is very, very, very slow. A uh, couple quick programming notes. Are you ready for this announcement, Ivan? It depends. There's two super exciting programming notes tonight, so I don't know if I'm ready yet because I don't know which of the two it is, but I'm really excited. We received a FedEx notification from Tops. That means our Project 2020 card shipped. Almost all likelihood, we are going to be receiving Tops product to preview again. Ooh. They had been shut down because of COVID. I used to get those on a regular basis from our Ooh. friend Emily Kless. It's the first one I've gotten in months. So you very know what's glossy and coming out next week, Rob? I don't know what I I know what's coming out, but I don't know what's in this package that's supposed to be delivered Saturday. So I can't wait. Um, and then next up, uh, we'll have special guest interview with DJ Kazmarak, VP of Sales for Panini America. Yeah. In fact, I was going to tease a little bit. Remember, in our hobby happenings, we touched on retail hoarding, flipping, scrounging, whatever word you want to use. I have a feeling DJ is going to talk to us a little bit about that and some efforts that Panini is taking because he's been actually pretty transparent in some conversations with collectors. So very excited to have him on the show. You will not want to miss that conversation if you like the hobby at all. Right. Exactly. So um, thank you to Tracy Hackler and Chris Carlin for hooking us up with product to preview tonight. Thanks to James Gale behind the scene, as always, making us look good, keeping everything sounding good. And, uh, yeah, be sure to check out uh, past episodes to keep you uh, tied over. Be sure to check out the Wax Pack Heroes podcast with Michael Sumner. I did an interview with him that airs tomorrow. If you want to find out more about the business from a distributor standpoint, check that out. Um so we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. So for Ivan Lovegren, there he is. Love you, bro. And James Gale, I'm Rob Bertrand. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Thank you for watching and uh, have a good weekend. We'll see you soon.